Hello, listeners. For anyone visiting and living in central Tokyo, come visit the Nakameguro Tap Room from Baird Brewery. Opened in 2008, Nakameguro Tap Room is the first Tokyo area tap room from Baird Brewery. Their kitchen specializes in New Haven style a p e t s which I have told you is the best style of Neapolitan pizza. New Haven style places a high emphasis on high temperature baking, fresh seasonal toppings, and a crispy light crust. Combined with all the classic Japan based Baird beers on tap, enjoy all vintage beer hall feels at Nakameguro Tap Room. There's even a sofa area and a large TV screen great for sporting events. Only a two minute walk from Nakameguro Station, the tap room is open daily until 10 p.m. For more information, visit bairdbeer.com. So, I would say, yes, of course, I want people to come to this,、mm-hmm. these mountains. But more than that, I want them to learn how to reassure themselves by doing the Yamabushi training. Okay. So,、um, yeah, because like I said,、uh, so I said about my dad, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, becoming Yamabushi like, really helped me. Overcome the the emotions and stuff. And like,、um, I think a lot of that is because we, of the philosophy of Viketa Mo, it、mm. accept, right? I, I really want people to come and、um, learn like this this philosophy, man. It's ancient. It's like more than,、yeah. well, according to the shrine, more than 1400 years old. And like, it's helped me immensely. Um, and so that's what I want people to do. I want people to come and, and experience it so, so that they can live better lives. Hey there. Welcome to Made in Japan Conversations with Meljo Catalan. This is my podcast about Japan, but it's not just your run of the mill cool Japan podcast. I want to explore a side of Japan besides sushi and sumo. Anime and video games. I'm here to extrapolate and meditate with the local people that your travel guide probably doesn't touch on, people that are hungry for making it, and people that have made it. This podcast is my talks with them. Hello and welcome back, Made in Japan listeners. As you know, Made in Japan podcast is mostly a donation based podcast.、Uh, if you want to, feel free to donate. And provide beverages to me and my guests, and as well as the production of this podcast. Please feel free to visit ko-fi.com slash made in Japan podcast. That's ko-fi.com slash made in Japan podcast.、Um, it's so exciting to have、uh, see more and more listeners coming and visiting my anchor page or wherever they listen to their podcast. Podcast.、Um, it's just nice to know that people still care, which is cool. And I am very, very surprised, pleased, and happy.、Um, so, yes, we are back once again. And I'm going to try to, I don't know, audio teleport you to the mountains of northern Japan, more specifically the mountains of Yamagata, because our next guest is a one. Named Tim Bunting. 
Uh, I've, of course, like most of my guests recently, I've met Tim through Clubhouse, and what a fascinating dude. Uh, and I'm really excited to have him share his story. Um, Tim is a, what we call in Japanese, a yamabushi. Now, the meaning yamabushi, I'm sure he will describe more, but basically, a yamabushi is a, a mountain monk, pretty much a mountain monk that basically does an annual pilgrimage to specific uh, mountains. He talks about the mountains of Dewa Sanzan. Um, Dewa Sanzan is basically three big mountains up that consist uh, in Yamagata, and these are very famous mountains. Uh, I believe the famous haiku poet uh, Matsuo Basho used to hike up these mountains back in the day. Um, so yeah, he, we, he talks a lot about the Dewa Sanzan and, and, and the mountains that he hikes up. And also, I have to tell you another Japanese word that he also says a lot, which is the Akino Mineri, which is basically the training ritual that they do every year um these yamabushi and it's a very secret training ritual and they go up deep into the mountains and and do their thing um in in secret so yeah aki no mineri that's the one word that we throw around a lot so i'm pretty sure you can get the gist of it all and i'm pretty sure that you could be interested in in what a yamabushi does and uh without further ado here we go What is happening, my man? Yeah. But, How was your day? Oh, uh, it was long. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have a very urgent first question for you, my bud. Uh, uh, I see you. I see you on Instagram. Yeah. And I know you are knee deep in a, a specific Japanese way of life. And I look at you right now and I'm thinking, how much coffee does this man drink more than tea? <laughs> Okay, you know I only drink one a day. That that one day coffee is is your Instagram story. It's a, or that or I cannot believe you. Re- really? Maximum two. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm thinking like you're a you're like a caffeine freak. Like you like you do like a pot a day. Yeah. Like a one big pot a day. <laughs> really? I, I don't. I have like I limit myself to. Two, two, two. Well, I don't know what you say. Like maybe eight ounce. Okay. Cup. Like um, yeah. Because I know I know that if I if I drink more, I'd get addicted. <laughs> like I don't, actually, I don't actually think I'm addicted. Oh, you're still in denial that you're <laughs> you're not addicted to caffeine. Wait, what about tea though? Tea. Tea. Well, what's like- your what's your tea ratio to coffee? Um, coffee oh, to tea ratio. Yeah, tea. Oh, it depends on the day. <laughs> huh. um, normally, because every single day I have, I wake up and the first thing I do is coffee. It's like, huh. it's, oh, well, actually, that's not true. I do a bit of exercise and stuff, and like coffee is my reward for that. Yeah. Um, and then tea is like, um, 
if I want something to drink while I'm working. And so I would brew a pot uh, and probably have that. Sometimes have two pots of tea a day. There it is. So you are a real tea drinker then. Yeah. Okay. Um, so is in the afternoon or or okay. morning and afternoon? Okay. Or normally, like in the afternoon, I would have like a. Sometimes I make like matcha latte or something mm. more special. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. We have a. We just bought a espresso machine. So. Okay. <laughs> what it is yeah. <laughs> it's weird for me because i'm i used to be a, a crazy espresso morning coffee drinker but nowadays actually man i i drink green tea first thing yeah yeah uh, um i changed i don't know if it's age if my palate's changed i don't know green tea in the morning is is brilliant for yeah. me so uh i get but, uh, any really yeah. i'm really pedantic about making the coffee the right way like okay yeah <laughs> I, I just had i just had this weird image of like this like super caffeine junkie mountain hiker like <laughs> all fired up like every day yeah. when you're going to the mountain I'll, I'll tell you i'll tell you why i know i'm not addicted i'll tell you why okay. i know i'm not addicted it's because when we go into the mountains yeah like for a week we can't have coffee or anything and i'm fine <laughs> So I know, okay. I know I'm not addicted. Okay. I know if I really wanted to, I could stop. <laughs> I just don't want. But to. then coming back down, you're you're thinking, oh man, I can't wait to have coffee, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, there it is, there it is. <laughs> oh man! But you know, Tim, thank you for being on on my podcast, oh, and and you are here because I think I, I'm just you know I'm just guessing right now. I think the listeners here do not know what you do and what is your story and um i'm here to like help you like just basically educate us about right. yamabushi um I, you know and i i want you to like let's just start with that because honestly i've seen yamabushi people in festivals um oh, okay and uh so so my 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 family my my in-laws are from nagano area so whenever i go to matsumoto i often yeah. see yamabushi folk uh in, in the shrines and 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 i actually didn't know what they were but like let's let's start from the beginning man like right. let's start from like what is yamabushi and yeah. and how you got into this okay so yamabushi uh mountain aesthetics mountain monks um it's a combination that they, they practice or we practice Shugendo, which mm. is like, it's a combination of Buddhism, Shintoism, Taoism, and native Japanese mount, uh, nature worship. It's called animism mm. in English. It developed in the eighth century. Well, like developed before then, but uh, in the eighth century, a guy called um, Enno Gyoja combined them and made Shugendo. Um, yeah, and then so for for the Dewa Sanzan, where I live, like I live in Yamagata Prefecture, and then we have these three sacred mountains of Dewa, Dewa Sanzan, uh, and they so I, I know I said that Shugendo is from the 8th century, but the legend according to the Dewa Sanzan begins in the 6th century. Okay. And so, um, yeah, they say that for 
was that for more than 1400 years so people have been undertaking aesthetic training on the devasanzan mm. and uh yeah and then yeah so they they have there's two lineages so um there's the temple the buddhist temple and there's the shinto shrine uh, and so during the meiji restoration the uh, up until the meiji restoration um so yamabushi are basically buddhist um normally tendai or shingon buddhism which is uh esoteric buddhism they call it mikyo mm-hmm. in japanese um but during the major restoration um they tried to ban buddhism in japan as i'm sure people are aware and yeah. on the devasanzan um the devasanzan switched to shintoism so they were buddhist and they switched to shintoism uh, and then these like all the townspeople like um the the rituals that the yamabushi do are extremely important to people um for example like um for getting a good harvest and yeah and so like the townspeople like you can't you can't stop doing these yamabushi rituals and so they made this the shinto shrine the newly christened shinto shrine made shinto yamabushi and mm-hmm. So yes, so the major restoration was that 1868. So for about 150 years, there's been Shinto Yamabushi and the 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 temple Yamabushi. I'm pretty sure they practiced in secret. But after the Second World War, when the um, freedom to practice any religion was um, what do you call it re- restored? Um, yeah. So now we have two. There's two lineages of Yamabushi on the Devasanza mm. um, that we train side by side so um we stay we do this one week uh it's called the akinomineri autumn mm-hmm. peak ritual uh and then that's we do that to become an official yamabushi and um and uh we train side by side basically like they train in a temple which is like a about five minute walk down through the mountain path from where we stay um and they start a day earlier than us um and they pass by us um yeah and so i think like yes it's really hard to explain this because there are because first people don't know what yamabushi are and then there's like right there's two, there's two groups like main groups on the devasanta alone <laughs> um yeah and then then so you've got the, those two groups right mm-hmm. you've got the shinto shrine and then the buddhist temple and i've done the shinto shrine akinomini week-long training i've done it twice Mm. So, um, yeah, so I became an official Yamabushi in 2017. Um, and, and then, so you've got those two, right? And then yeah. you also have at the bottom of the mountain, there are these, they're called Shkubo. You'll find, you'll find these Shkubo in mountains all over Japan. Um, so Yamabushi, um, I should have mentioned this, but, um, Enno Gyoja, he spread Shugendo all, all throughout Japan, basically. And so okay. um, Yamabushi lived like on any mountain that has like, I don't know, any high mountain there were 100% Yamabushi. Um, yeah. And there's like tons of mountains in Japan, right? right. Like, yeah. you know, so um, can you say the name one more time? Uh, what was it? Uh, en- en- Enno Gyoja. Enno Gyoja. Okay. Uh, sometimes they call him Enno Ozunu. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. I think he started in Koyasan, or was it Koyasan or um, mm. Kumano or Omine? 
in uh, Wakayama Prefecture. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, so we in the Deva Sanzan, so we have like the Shinto shrine and then the Buddhist temple. Then we also have Shkubo, which are pilgrim lodges. We call them in English. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, pilgrim lodges were set up in the 1600s to um, host people from basically Japan um, who came to do like their own spiritual training on the Deo Sanzan. Uh, and there were like, there were like, I think of like 400 or 500 buildings in the town, more than 80% of them were Shkubo. Uh, and then, but these days, like that number is dwindled, like there's less than 30 at the moment. And mm. we, um, my, my friend, uh, his name is Takeharu. He, mm-hmm. um, about 10 years ago, he, for his work, he was working for Haku Hodo, which is like the second biggest PR agency in Japan. And as part of his job, he came across Master Hoshino, who is our, like, he's like our Yoda. <laughs> he's, <laughs> okay. like, um, he's crazy, man. He's He's been doing Yamabushi training for, like, since he was born, basically. He was born in... So he's like the master's master. Kinda. Yeah, yeah. We, okay. we call him, yeah, we call him Sendatsu, which means master. Right. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, man, this guy's crazy. He just published <laughs> his third book, actually. Um, I have it. But, um, yeah, it's 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 really cool. Um, and <laughs> so Takahara came across Master Hoshino, okay? Uh, and Master uh, Hoshino had been doing his own Yamabushi training in his own style for, like, 20, uh, maybe, yeah, it would have been 20 years. But at that point, so um, Master Hoshino kind of combined the shrine and the temple's training and made his own training to make Shugendo or to make Yamabushi mm-hmm. training available, more available to everyday people. Mm-hmm. Then Takahoto started a project in which he made Master Hoshino's training available in English. And that's, that's what we've been doing for the past five odd years. What are are there any what are the set duties for a Yamabushi? Like what what are your you know when you become a Yamabushi? Yep. What are you you know what is your responsibilities? What are your duties that you're supposed huh. to be doing? Um, so I just I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who, who, like it's, yeah, I had no idea. I had no idea. Like right. five years ago, I, I had absolute zero clue about this yeah. stuff. So yeah. Um, and, it's nah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sorry to put you on the spot. <laughs> um, yeah, have um, so there's this thing that's called Hansei Hanzoku. Yeah, half sacred, half secular. Mm-hmm. And so up until the Meiji period, Yama, there were Yamabushi that lived on the mountains full time, mm-hmm. but these days there aren't any. Um, there are there are no full time Yamabushi. So, um, what that means is like, you, we we have everyone has like a normal day job, and mm-hmm. they just also happen to be Yamabushi. And what that means is maybe like, 
at least once a year we will go into the mountains to do training okay and that's that's about it really in terms of bare minimum requirements um and then yeah that, that's that's what i would say um for for the bare minimum kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's let's talk about you you so you said five years ago you you know until five years ago you haven't heard about yamabushi yeah. where when you know, walk walk me through this man like right. like how did you get into the because yeah. i'm very interested because i'm sure in your area it, it must have been easier to get exposed to this than, oh, than yeah. here in tokyo um yeah. yeah walk me through that yeah, yeah. um so in so to, to say five years ago, I had no knowledge would be a bit wrong. So I did, I had heard of Yamabushi and seen pictures and stuff, but hmm. um, I had no deep knowledge of that at all. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's, I don't, I think it's quite coincidental. Um, I got back from my dad's funeral. <laughs> so I went oh. to New, New Zealand in uh, 2016. And right. like a week later, um, a week later, um, my friend introduced me to my now uh, Yamabushi partner, Takeharu. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, uh, that's, how, that's how I met. Um, and so my friend, like, he knew that I wanted to help this area. Shonai, it's called the Shonai region of Yamagata. Okay. And um, yeah, I always wanted to, like, I don't know, maybe put this place on the map, so to speak. <laughs> Let's uh, paint a picture for the audience. Um, we, I, I don't know how many people there know about Yamagata, but like yeah. you know, let's say it's like the northern Honshu yeah. area, um, yeah. the, the the Tohoku area. Um, yeah. And if you can guess with the name Yamagata, it's I'm guess it's very mountainous. <laughs> yeah, 70, <laughs> like, 72% mountains. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you know, I've actually never been there, but yeah. that's that's just my image. My image is like mountains and yeah. like lots of snow. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Yeah, actually, um, Mount Gasan gets the most snow I've I think of any mountain. So okay. Mount Gasan <laughs> has the latest ski season. It just started last month, um, April. <laughs> Why do people go to Niigata or Nagano? You got to go to Mount Gasan, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice. Okay. Yeah, like the mountains in Yamagata are really good for boarding and skiing. I love it. I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. It's so uh, okay. So you you got you you know got exposed to this. Tell me about this training. You keep talking about the training. Um, what does this entail? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking like boot camp. I'm thinking military boot camp. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> like I like don't know. That. It is like that. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. We can't. I can't tell you. You don't have to. Yeah. But like, I'm picturing like Navy SEALs, like uh, British SAS. Like, <laughs> like, I like, but I'm hardcore. It's extremely <laughs> mentally challenging. Definitely. Okay. okay. More than physically, it's mentally challenging. That's for sure. What, what can you tell me that was just the worst thing ever? I mean, like, oh. you can't really tell me specifics, but like, no, what can right. you tell me? Um, yeah. I'll tell you what I can tell you. Um, okay. I'll tell you, like, it, every person has a different like thing that they don't like about the training. So, um, yeah, one, when we, oh, maybe I should start off some of the rules that might give a bit more background. Okay. Like yep. 
probably the biggest rule is that you can't talk. So, wow. Yeah. Okay. No talking. So, um, the only thing you can say is uketamo, which means mm. it means I accept. Mm. Um, it's a it's a concept from Mount Hagoro, Hagoro Shugendo. So mm-hmm. it's specific to the Dewasanza. Um, mm. No no talking, uh, except uketamo. Um, you can't. Um, so that means you can't ask any questions or anything as well. So you don't like get any background knowledge or anything. Um, right. And you can't like other things like you can't brush your teeth or um, can't shave or wow. uh, this okay. is, or you can't shower as well. Okay. So it gets very stinky, but um, this is all because um, the training space of the, the 10 realms of Buddhism. I don't know if, if people, yeah, you'd, you'd have to be pretty nerdy to know this, but <laughs> exactly. Yeah. One, of the, one of the realms in Buddhism is, is called the beast realm um and it's like the time before humans were human it's like when we were animals mm. um and so that's why you can't like brush your teeth and stuff um the no talking i'm not sure which realm that is oh i have mm. to think about that but um yeah so we yeah so for, for different people the the challenge is different so um for me i'll tell you what the hardest thing is the hardest thing is sitting on the floor <laughs> Were you sitting Caesar style? Um, like, Caesar and sometimes. Yeah, Se- yeah. I have Tim. I don't know about you. I I I was an athlete before when I was a young. I have yeah. weak knees. Yeah. I can barely do Caesar for like a minute. I I don't like. Yeah. It will destroy me if I had yeah. to do that for a long period so of time. We <laughs> we sometimes sit. It's not um not always Caesar. We sometimes sit yeah. for like maybe two hours. Yeah. Holy <laughs> <God>. <laughs> at least, at least one hour. <laughs> and I'm it's wriggling the whole time. Yeah. whole time. People are like, "What's up with this guy?" <laughs> there, there's no cushion underneath your no cushion. feet. Oh, it's tatami, Just so. tatami straight up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Me. <laughs> really. Like, like, um, other people, from what I've heard, like some people would say the hardest part is. Um, not being able to talk. Um, okay. Oh, there's also, the, there's no no watches or clocks. So you kind of like lose track of time. And this <sighs> this gets really buzzy for people because they're like that used freak to- me out. Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm used, I get used to it like straight away, but like, yeah. <laughs> how how uh, interesting the dynamic of Japan being such a time conscious culture. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And going back to the old ways. Yeah. Nope. There's no such thing as like, watch. I think yeah. like if you, if you do the training, you can kind of imagine you get a better image of what olden day Japan was like. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And like, I think modern Japanese people are quite, uh, quite sheltered if I'm being honest. Maybe it's not just Japanese people. Like it's like yeah. in, in our modern lives, like, yeah. <laughs> So doing training is, is a really good way to get back to, I don't know, um, just being human as opposed to like living in the huh. modern world. How long, how long was it, the, the training process, um, how long until you became like you were recognized as a Yamabushi? How long did that take? So officially, yeah, that you do the week-long training. 
if you do that, mm. you officially become a Yamabushi. You receive a Yamabushi name as okay. well. Um, and then, yeah, so that's officially uh, how you become a Yamabushi. Mm. Um, but, yeah, we we want – this is doing the Akinomini, the shrine training for a week, mm. but the mm. Yamabushi trainings that we do for English speakers um, is like – I don't know. I think people that join it, they, you can call them. You can call yourself Yamabushi if you've done training. Okay. Um, uh, actually, Tim, this is, sounds like a very. Uh, I, I didn't really ask this question, but uh, are you the first foreigner? Uh, I don't no. know. No, nowhere near. It. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. As far as I know. Uh, like, so when, yeah. When I did the, I, when I did the um, I can nominate it. So there are like a hundred and. Last time I did it, there were 164 men. Okay. Um, and then of those, there were about five non-Japanese. Okay. So my friend, he flew from Brazil just just to do this training. Wow. Um, and then, yeah, he's really cool um, for there. Yeah. Um, and then there's a guy that comes from the Netherlands. Um, there's a guy that comes from England. Okay. Uh, and then my other friends from from the Netherlands lives with, lives near me. Uh, and then there's another guy. Um, there's an Australian guy. His name's um, John John McBride. He um, mm. so when I started, I think he had already done it about five times, or maybe it was okay. the first time. So okay. I know he's he's ahead of me as well. And I'm sure there were before before me there were non Japanese that joined. Wow, um, I'm probably the most prominent. Like I actually like have it in my Instagram handle and stuff. I know, right? <laughs> it's, it's like Kiwi Yamabushi. Okay, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> but like, I, like so, I I see you, and, and you know, we, we met, met through Clubhouse, Clubhouse and, and I, I'm, I'm guessing, I'm guessing, and I'm thinking, is are you here? Not like, are you here to try to, you know, trying to. Uh, bring people, attract people, and, and, and have them visit these, these specific, specific mountains, mountains that you're, that you're you know, um, yeah. guiding. I, I'm wondering. So I would say, yes, of course, I want people to come to this, mm -hmm. these mountains. But more than that, I want them to learn how to reassure themselves by doing the Yamabushi training. Okay. So, um, yeah, because like I said, uh, so I said about my dad, right? Yeah, yeah. And so becoming Yamabushi like really helped me overcome the the emotions and stuff. And like um I think a lot of that is because we of the philosophy of Viketamo. It mm. I accept, right? Mm. Uh and so um but also doing the training. So when you do the training you embody Viketamo. Um mm. and then you can once you learn it, you can use it. I, I like to say Ukitamo is like a weapon because like mm. when something really tough happens, like who who hasn't been through a tough situation in their life, right? And yeah. then um but if you like understand Ukitamo or um if you can try and use it, it helps you to just accept things and then that helps you to move on. Um and that's that's really what I want people to learn. Or to mm. um, not so much learn, or um, what would you say, like embody, or um, I don't know. I th like 
I say this because learning sounds like it's something that you teach, but we right. don't teach it like nature. <laughs> we regard <laughs> yeah. nature as the teacher. So exactly. <laughs> so um, our our sendatsu means um, sakini tatsu. So a person who stands in front of you. So mm. their job is just to bring you into nature and then let nature teach you. So like mm. we we see mm. ourselves as as even uh, in terms of um, rank, even though mm-hmm. he's the leader like i i really want people to come and um learn like this this philosophy man it's ancient it's like more than yeah. well according to the shrine more than 1400 years old and like it's helped me immensely um and so that's what i want people to do i want people to come and, and experience it so so that they can live better lives um but of course i also want them to come and check out the place exactly <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I often think about the over-tourism of Kyoto yeah. and, and Tokyo and Osaka. Yeah. And I think about this a lot, you know, people are very fascinated about this country. And, and I often talk about the places like where you are. Um, yeah. I often talk about Tohoku. I often talk yeah. about uh, even just Shizuoka, the people yeah. that, you know, don't even go to, you know, and just I I, I need, hope that your voice gets more magnified for yeah. you know the yeah. the international uh community and yeah. and we we like yeah, yeah Tohoku got less than two percent of the foreign tourism in 2019 yeah. and then yeah. it's still some of the people that come to us it's their first time in japan yeah so i'm really proud of that like hmm. You, you have never been to Yamagata. Have you heard of Tsuruoka City? <laughs> Tsuruoka, so I, I've, I've been to Tohoku. I've been to Miyagi and Iwate. I, okay. have, I have from friends from Iwate. But like, I, you know, it was it's very biased because like my, my friends from Iwate were like, oh yeah, this side of the mountain, we're the cool war- cooler ones compared, <laughs> compared to Yamagata or Akita. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like so it's, it's such a weird small world uh yeah. rival rivalry i don't know if it's a rivalry or like a yeah. small world pride yeah. i don't know <laughs> even like so i live in i live in sakata city which is just north of tsuruoka yeah they touch and even here there's huge competition exactly like, like, damn, damn people from tsuruoka <laughs> They, they leave a they leave a stain in our name. Yeah. <laughs> Suck it up. <laughs> yeah, I I know, man. Like people talk, especially when you go out to the rural country. Like people talk. I do know that. Like I remember going my first time going to Iwate. Like oh, I I, I told my friend, hey, I'll, I'll be there. You know, tomorrow at at seven in the morning. I arrived on the bus. I arrived and like pretty much like his circle of friends were like out to meet me on at the bus station in Hanamaki Iwate oh, and they're like the gaijin is here the gaijin is here kind of thing <laughs> yeah, like who party. what yeah yeah exactly a welcoming party at like Tuesday 7am in the morning kind of thing <laughs> but like, uh, like yeah, but, every, everyone and their cats there <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> And they're like, hey, look, the gaijin is here. Hey, they drive by like the, the supermarket. <laughs> but like, anyways, like 
yeah, I, I, I think what you're doing is such a great thing. Um, you know, these things, such even for me, people like me who've been living in Japan for so long, yeah. this is such an unknown aspect of life. It's something that's that's needs to be shared. Um, yeah. I, I, I want to continue now. I want to because the first time I saw your picture on Clubhouse, yeah, it's the traditional Yamabushi yeah. picture, right? So I got a weird, I got a yeah. like a. I have a question for you, man. Um, you don't wear it in your picture because you have like the tra traditional garb with the 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 you know the hat the hat yeah. i don't know uh, yeah and it, um it a, it's like a turban yeah. turban right turban yeah would, would actually be okay um but he, here's my burning question man yeah. i do see some yamabushi with like a sash with like two pom 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 things yeah. yep and so i am curious like yeah. can you can you explain those like yeah. is yeah i i can't because they're buddhist <laughs> we okay. Oh, yeah. okay okay so it's more of the buddhist sect okay yeah. um i have this i have a book right here actually it's called yamabushi newmon yeah like yep. one, yamabushi 101 yeah um, yeah i um i had this question just the other day what are those pom-poms um exactly yeah they're called yuigesa um and what i know about them is that they signify your rank like the color shows okay. rank but that's about all i know but in the shinto sect so like in shinto we have um i don't know if they do this in buddhism in buddhist um yamabushi or not but we have it's called a shime mm -hmm. um shime necklace um it's like a normally they're made out of paper um but i have one made out of hemp so it's stronger um okay and so if you've done the akinomi niri twice you for the first two times you wear the shime then on the third time you get it's called a fudaski and it's mm -hmm. i don't have one because i've only done it twice um yeah. it's uh like a i don't know how to describe it it's something that you put over your neck and it's got a, a mirror at the back um oh and that that works in the same way as a shime and the shime is it's the same as a shime nawa you know, in the shrine, and you have the the white, um, like li lightning bolt, paper hanging down. Yes, yes. Rope. Yeah. Yep. So yep. that rope signifies the border into the sacred area, mm. and so we wear these shimet or the stoldaski, um, in the in the same sense. So, uh, it's like a border. Um, gotcha. Uh, so like protecting you, um. And we also wear it like it's hard to explain through voice, but we wear it facing backwards um, huh. because because okay. uh, evil comes from places that you can't see, and so uh, it comes from behind. So like, uh, 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 so it's like there to protect you as well. Um, uh, yeah. That's, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. So. I don't know. I'm, this is my next question. Like the, the the Buddhist sect of Yamabushi and the Shinto sect. Is there kind of like a like a rivalry, like a, like a friendly rivalry kind of thing yeah. going I'd on? Say, so um, I would, if I was a Buddhist Yamabushi, I'd be really pissed off at the Shinto. Like <laughs> okay, dealing. They basically stole it. What? Um, uh, but like, I don't know. Um, these days, the the relationship is good. I think. Um, the shrine, the, the Shinto shrine set up a purpose-built hole for Buddhist relics. 
So okay. um, at the top of Mount Hagaro, uh, it's called the Senbutsu Door. And, um, and so that, that to me shows that, so that they've, 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 they went and built like a, a custom, um, it's like a custom room for Buddhist artifacts. And so that, that shows that they're um, open to uh, showing more, more of the Buddhist history. This, okay. Buddhist, right. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think it depends who you ask. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but personally for you, you, uh, so for me, like I, I proposed doing the, so I, I thought of doing the Shinto Akinomenini maybe five times and then switching to the temple. Okay. Okay. Right? Um, I proposed mm. that, and I was told like, if I did that, I might get shunned. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, banish, banish you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm not going to do that. But like, I don't know. Maybe um, they say that if you they say that, or when you do the um, the Akinomini twenty times, you graduate. So maybe after twenty times, I can do the the Buddhist one. This is only once a year. You can only do it once a year. So. Oh, once a year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so, you know, before I let you go, Tim, I, I want to say like, um, how can, yeah, let's, let's plug you in. Like how can people come, you know, when, when the, when the doors are open for Japan, for people yeah. who want to, are interested, how can they find you and how can they contact you? What is the best way um, to um, come up? Because yeah. I, I really think uh, like, for the listeners right now, I just think if you had, don't know anything about like, like the, the countryside country. of Japan, especially the mountains where Tim is in Yamagata and Tohoku, I keep saying this over and over again, like Tohoku region is so beautiful. beautiful. And I, I want more people to go find out and visit and then see what you are doing, man. And like, yeah. yeah. And so like, yeah, please tell, tell this way. Yeah. Um, so to see what the, the Yamabushi, go to yamabushido.jp. Okay. Yamabushido.jp. Um, and I made a website called dewasanzan.com <laughs> where I introduce the Dewasanzan. Um, and then I've just recently started a project on YouTube doing, I've decided to climb the 100 famous mountains of Yamagata. Oh, oh no shit okay that's what i did today so i can't oh, okay third one today so um, nice that's on my personal uh youtube i think if you search kiwi Yamabushi, it should come up okay or, or just my name tim bunting are, are you doing a full-on like like full-on documenting of, of your oh, your journey not, yeah yeah i am <laughs> but it's not like that in depth like yeah okay hey guys good morning kind of thing yeah, now exactly that yeah <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, Tim, thank you so much for uh, yeah. coming on. Um, shit, I, I got to go visit. Um, I'm very curious about what's happening up in Yamagata, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> all all I know is like cherries. Like everybody talks about cherries in Yamagata. <laughs> and and the Nihonshu is supposed to be supposed to be really good. Oh, so. yeah. Do you, you know the Foo Fighters released the new sucker? Did you see that? <laughs> What? No. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> what? Man. The Foo Fighters released a new sucker. It was made down the street from here. Are you serious? Yeah. Did Dave Grohl actually come to oh, the? I don't think he did. Okay. I don't think he did. But when he does, 
I'll, uh, I'll make sure I'm there. <laughs> you, yeah, you gotta go get up on your, your Yamabushi garb and be like, hey, Dave, come <laughs> with me, man. That sake, I bless that sake. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. Dude, Tim, thank you so much for uh, coming on. That was yeah, good. dude. And uh, hell yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm interested in learning more and, um, and continue with the coffee stories. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. But yeah. Um, but yeah, man, thank you so much. No, good. Thanks. Thanks for having me. All right. You're welcome, bud. All right. thank you for tim for taking the time out of a super busy schedule of climbing mountains and drinking coffee uh yeah tim you are the man follow tim on instagram uh his handle is at kiwi yamabushi and also check out his youtube channel that he mentioned um, where he's going to be traveling 100 mountains in the yamagata region of japan and i think it's the his youtube channel is the same name uh, kiwi yamabushi just search that on 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 youtube you're listening to made in japan podcast conversations with meljo katalan um i'm gonna leave all the links that uh Tim mentioned in the show notes of this podcast and as well um, feel free to contact me you can find me on Facebook on Instagram my handle is at made in Japan podcast as well as emailing me uh, if you want to email me for a question a comment or concern it's japan made me podcast at gmail.com that's japanmadebepodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you are on Apple or Spotify, please help me out, you know, help me out. I know you guys are awesome and, and I, I, I've heard you guys loving the show. So please feel free to leave, a, you know, some reviews or subscribe and, and just leave a comment in, in the sections for uh, Apple and Spotify. That would rock. Yeah, that's it for this week. Um, go check out Tim Bunting's offerings, what he's doing on the Internet and, and promoting the Yamabushi and promoting the Tohoku region in Japan, which I am all for. So, so yeah. Stay tuned for next episode in two weeks. Um, and I will see you then. Be well, be safe, and take care. Peace out. Peace out.